0: Hey everybody, welcome back to another episode of Tuesday Tips, brought to you by Hunt, Lift, Eat Official. I'm Carter, and I'm here with two team members from various parts of the country. We got an old standby here. We got Jack Rasmussen making a, making a comeback on the podcast. How are you, sir? I'm doing fine, sir. How are you doing today? <laughs> doing well, doing well. And we got Forrest Chap coming at us from the great state of Tennessee. What's going on, Forrest? Hey, how's it going, Carter? Well, we're continuing our application series um, we're chipping away at these states last week we talked about uh, kentucky and pennsylvania elk applications before that we've talked about wyoming we've talked about montana colorado arizona and now we're we're stuck on the east coast for another week here we're going to be talking about virginia elk and we're going to talk about maine moose which forrest can talk to us a little more about but i'm pretty sure that's your best bet lower 48 if you want to go hunt moose. So, uh, let's jump right into it guys. If you're down,
1: I'm, I'm down. down.
0: All right, let's start South and work our way North. So Jack, why don't you walk us through, um, Virginia elk and longtime listeners will remember Jack's episode that we recorded. Um, and Jack was one of the first, the first to kill an elk in Virginia's first, uh, elk reintroduction hunt that they had two years ago. So this if you apply this spring, you would be applying for the third annual uh, elk hunt in the last 150 years, which is pretty cool.
1: Yes, sir. Yeah, everybody was successful again this past year. So when I went hunting two years ago in 2022 season, um, there were five in-state, yeah, and then they drew one from the Rocky Mountain Elk Foundation. They give it tag because they do so much work to reintroduce elk uh, the elk herd into virginia so there were you know five of us from virginia and they 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 leave one town for a for someone in the local community down in the three counties where they have help um last year they had twenty five thousand folks for the lottery but the first year was like three i think like thirty nine thousand. there were there were a lot of folks that that had put in for it um so what you have to do is um, right now. So the first of February, uh, the application opened, and it will close the thirtieth of March. So it basically, gives you know folks you know just under sixty days now to to apply. Um, and so you can go online. The the Virginia Department of Natural Resources Wildlife Resources as they call it has a has a it's a pretty easy operating online system to go on and apply for it. It's for in-state folks, it's a non-refundable $15 application, and for out-of-state, it's a $20 application fee, and it's that's non-refundable. And then if you get drawn, you have to purchase an in-state archery hunting license, which for in-state folks is $40, and you have to buy your hunting license, too, your regular hunting license in the state of Virginia. For out-of-state folks, it's it's 400 which... Might sound like a lot of money, but for an elk hunt, that's actually that's pretty reasonable. And if you're drawn, you're gonna get an elk down there. I like it's like no doubt. You know, it's gonna the hunt goes from uh, the 12th of October 2024 to the 18th of October. So that's a Saturday through a Friday. And, you know, once the applications close and they draw, them, it's it's usually about a month later that they they'll they'll draw the lucky lottery winners. Like last year, they got up with me and the um, state actually sent out a videographer and a producer to video me uh, congratulating the, 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 the second place lottery winner. So they're, they're really trying to make an effort to, to pull out all the stops um, to me. These elk hunters all feel wanted. And this whole thing isn't population control, but to give uh, another recreational hunting opportunity for this state.
0: That's outstanding. One thing I really like about the Virginia draw system for elk is there's it's a no preference point system. It's totally random draw. They even defend it on their uh, website where they say they want to avoid issues like point creep, um, things like that, that plague certain states out West as well. So they're not fooling around with that. They're taking the New Mexico approach and totally random draw, you know, maybe six tags, I think there were 24,000 applicants in 2023, so, I mean, your odds are not amazing, but you can't win if you don't play, so for 20 bucks, you might as well put
1: in. Yeah, exactly. Like I said, you know, I, when they called me, I was, like, dumbfounded because I, I put in for a lot of the other uh, special hunts in the state of Virginia, and, and even if I don't win, I'm like, okay, my money's going to the right place because, uh, you know, it's it's helping other hunters out in the state. and when I listened to the message. I was just dumbfounded. My wife thought somebody had died because I was just like, my "Look on my face." So it's, it can happen. I'm living, I'm living proof that you can get drawn and you can be, you will be successful if you, if you, if you get pulled for the lottery. Heck
0: yeah! So it's open now. You got till March 30th. I'm gonna get mine in for sure. Why not?
1: Yeah. I mean, I, I put in for the. I know we're gonna be talking about later on for the main moose, but I put in for that too because I'm like. Man, if I went and get that, <laughs> I'm going to see the couple families.
0: Right. Yeah, no kidding, dude. Sweet. Well, that's a pretty good transition right there. So, Forrest, why don't you uh, give us some context and fill us in on the main moose?
2: Yeah, of course. So, main moose hunting, when most people think of going after, like, big bulls or just moose hunting in general, everyone automatically de- uh, defaults to, like, Canada, Alaska, right? Like, just those classic stereotype, giant, giant rack and just these absolute monoliths. But Maine moose population is actually pretty solid. Um, I know 10, 15 years ago, we had a serious issue with ticks. It's something that we're still doing with, it's doing a pretty negative impact on the moose population. But past two years, we've rebounded quite a bit and there's actually some pretty awesome moose hunting in Maine. Now, one thing that's really nice about the Maine system, at least it's very similar to Virginia where it's, hey, it's only a $15 uh, application fee. Whereas like some states, if you're going after like elk out in Colorado, you kind of have to do the application fee plus the cost of the tag and it gets held until you find out your draw. It's just the $15 until you get drawn. Um, I know for non-residents, it's only, I think it's five eighty five for a non-resident moose tag on top okay. of a $115 license. Yeah, in the grand scheme of like, big game uh that's really not bad at all
0: yeah now, when you're looking like pound a dollar ratio that's pretty good because i just went on an antelope hunt that'll make you cry if you if you break it down like that so that's not bad
2: yeah a lot of bang for your buck if you will right? yeah um now draw odds <laughs> that's <laughs> a little bit of a different story right so for non-residents for your when you apply it's about 1.5 percent chance of getting drawn so there's one tag uh one draw drawed uh non-resident tag for every 67 that are out there I'll, there's a catch to that and i'll get into that in a second for residents residents have it a lot better um it's a one in 12 shot eight percent chance uh for putting in for it but what i like about maine is the point system is actually pretty simple pretty straightforward um so cost of the application overall is 15, $15, right? You don't get drawn, you just get a point. Now, three chances, or sorry, that's getting into non-resident, but for resident, um, it's simple. So for your first five years applying, it's just one point a year. But from years six to 10, you it gets you start getting bonus points. So two, uh, two points per year. 11 to 15, you get three points per year. 11 to 15, yeah, so 11 to 15, three points per year. Anything after 16 years of application, it's 10 points a year. Oh and Maine has a law in place to not draw a moose, I believe, by age 65 or 67. You automatically get a tag. Huh. So if you put it in for your life and you put in the effort, Maine's like, hey, you're a Maine resident. You've been putting in for so long, like, here, here's, <laughs> right? Um
0: it's a moose tag.
2: Yeah. But for non-residents, so I talked about like the, the percentages and odds aren't super great, but you can get you can purchase bonus points. So you can get a point for fifteen dollars right with no standard application Three for points for 25, six for 35, 10 for 55. But you can get uh, uh, as many like blocks of 10 that you want. So Whoa. you could you could hypothetically do like, hey, I want five bundles of 10 points for 275. And no just way. leverage your odds that way. Now, with that, right, um, does buying, think of, if you're someone who's like, hey, I'm going to buy all these chances. I'm going to drop 500 bucks and get all these chances. There are other people that are also going to be doing that. So level of competition for these moose hunts is pretty high um, and levels of success are also very greatly uh, i would say you're more likely to fill your tag those are up north on the border of canada typically those areas well those areas are incredibly remote um, not a ton of resources scouting up there just getting up there to begin with can be a challenge for a lot of folks um, and finding like knowing the terrain and environment uh, is challenging because If you're looking at like moose hunting out in Alaska or like the Northwest territories, a lot of the hunting is based around, Hey, glassing wide open tundra and being able to spot where the North main woods is not always like that. So for non-residents who don't know the area coming in, I highly recommend a guide service or teaming up with a local or something who know the area can kind of help you out. Um, For my friends that have been successful in moose hunting, Kind of like how you knock on doors for asking for property. It's about like building a relationship with locals and be like, "Hey, anyone see any moose in the area or anything else like that?" And they've been pretty successful with that. Um, I've also had friends who have have gone a few times while they're either as the primary shooter or as secondary without seeing anything. So the southern units definitely struggle a lot with uh, trying to locate moose just because populations so. All getting closer to urban areas and where it's getting warmer as opposed to up near the Canadian border. That's
0: it's so interesting about the being able to purchase bonus points. I've never heard of that. That's so cool.
2: Sorry, right, I lost you there. Carl.
0: Very good. I was saying it's so cool or maybe not cool that you can purchase bonus points. That's that's wild. I've never heard of that before.
2: Yeah, it, it's definitely unique. Uh, it's definitely interesting. Now, With the moose lottery system, like, yes, with a resident, you have a higher, have higher odds or chances of drawing. Granted, like, I've had friends that have put in for 10, 12 years, uh, and nothing's worked out. And I've heard of buddies who are non-residents putting in for three years, four years and drawing it. So um, it is a challenge, but if you're able to bring down a big main moose, like, that's a lifetime achievement right there.
1: Yeah for sure.
0: When are um when's the application open and closed? Do we know the dates there?
2: Yeah. So applications open April 1st. Um not a joke, like actually April 1st. Um <laughs> and they close May 15th. So cu- relatively short window, which is coming up fast. So
0: that is going in my calendar right now.
2: Also, I think I should mention you can build all the points that you want. Um if you miss a year, you lose those points.
0: Whoa! Uh, So if you don't apply for a year, you're
2: zero. I believe it's one or two years. I want to say it's a year, but if you (laughs) have accrued 20 points, 30, and if you miss a year or two, you can lose all those points. Uh, So that I can remind you in your calendar to make sure that you're staying on top of that. It's pretty important as well.
0: That's how you get that, that buyer loyalty right there. That you do. Hell Yeah. That's awesome. Well, that's sweet. I'm gonna be I just added two more states to the list, the litany of states that I apply to. I'm gonna get those applications in. I'm gonna put Virginia in today and I'm setting a reminder for
1: Maine. Yeah.
0: Jack, we're both gonna draw and then we're gonna go hunt together.
1: that would be amazing. <laughs> that would be right. <laughs>
0: we'll have Forrest guide us.
2: Stumble around the Allagash wall. Yeah. Yeah. What, one thing too about moose is like you can have, I believe, up to two secondary shooters with you. So if you're um, unable to shoot, you can have somebody else with you to shoot as well. So I've heard of like guys with families like have not able to go on hunt or not able to shoot, having somebody else able to follow through with it, uh, which kind of takes a lot of the pressure off as well, um, having other people. But you're gonna go for a mate moose hunt up north, I encourage. It's not like a, it's not the law of the land, per se, but try, uh, moose hunting solo, and dropping a moose in the back country by yourself. Not advisable. Not, not advisable, right? <laughs> one, of my, uh, one, of the, one of my soldiers actually, his dad dropped a decent sized, uh, or a smaller a bull, and they, didn't, they were away from roads, away from vehicles and everything else and trying to do pack out. And I think it took him them 14 hours because uh, it was just them two. And he described set, using a climbing rope and doing three to one pulley system over and over through off, over this rough terrain, trying to drag this thing out um, to, um, before they were able to get people to drive an hour and a half to meet him uh, to help them pack it out.
0: The key is to have the state fishing game come help you, right, Jack?
1: <laughs> Look, the, the last guy to shoot his elk was, was one of the local residents, and he dropped it in this bowl, because, you know, that whole area is, is old reclamated uh, surface mines. All mm-hmm. surface mines that's been reclamated. And there were probably, like, 12 of us walking down there to drag this elk to a place where we could actually get it winched, because, like I said, they wanted to and I'm not a small person, as you remember. When There were when there were a bunch of us trying to drag this thing out with all its gusts to a place where we could finally get the winch and then a strap and another strap and then a rope to make it like a hundred yards of system that we can pull in and get it up to the truck.
0: That's wild. Absolutely wild. Well, when we all draw these tags this fall, we'll have some more stories to add to the, uh, To the book there, so that'll be good. Hell yeah! Well, I appreciate it, guys, Um, listeners. Hopefully, these are helpful. Let us know what states you want to hear from next. And uh, Jack and Forrest, let's let's get another podcast recorded sometime soon.
1: Yes, sir. If anybody has any questions, just send them my way, and I'll uh, I'll try to answer them for you.
0: Absolutely. Um, And if you draw for yeah, if you draw for Virginia or Maine, definitely hit these guys up. They will uh, be happy to help you out. So listeners, as always, we appreciate the hell of you guys. We'll talk to you next week.